Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Kudos for you, Kudos to you. Kudos for you. We don't say that where I'm from. We say, I'm proud for you. Not, not, Not I'm proud of you. We say, kudos for you. No, kudos to you. You say, we, I can get by with proud for you. I don't know where you heard that, but that's not what I heard, how I was said. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To it's reality yes. Let's love Y'all this welcome is, to reality game <laughs> All I have in my head is Who's that messing up everything It's been Agatha all along You're if y'all, welcome If you're not watching I, I will say Thank you for giving me that show. I was kind of on the fence about watching Poodle's it. like, I'm not going to watch WandaVision. And I'm like, you're going to fucking love WandaVision. It's such a poodle show. And he's right. And honestly. It's so stylized. It's like Jake's. Jake loves things that are stylized. And when they broke the fourth wall, I lost my mind. Um, spoiler alert. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't spoiled it. But if you're caught up with WandaVision, you should be. Um, I just thought this morning, I went, I kind of wish I would have waited to watch it all because it's really hard to wait a week for the next episode. I will tell you, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe element of the uh, series, of the Disney Plus series WandaVision, is my least favorite part. Um, So if you're like, oh, I hate superhero movies, no, it's the least, it's, it matters the least. It is so smart. It's so, if you love TV, if you love reality and how you can play with reality and and oh it's so good it's so good and 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 elizabeth olsen is so fantastic and paul fettney's amazing Catherine Catherine Hahn is a revelation (laughs) (laughs) 
I just I don't know said, if Catherine Hahn's a re- revelation. Catherine Hahn is a revelation, and that's the gayest thing I've said today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> y'all watch WandaVision. You will not be disappointed. It's really good. It's really I thought good. So, would you just sigh? <laughs> Um, and what, what the actress name? I don't know how her Tayona, Tayona Paris. She's who plays. She's fantastic. If I said her name wrong, let me tell She's, they're all great. It's great. It's so great. It's so great. It's so great. Okay. Um, Y'all let's talk about this show. This is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. Okay. Go ahead. I thought you were going to say something. Oh, I was. You don't say, say, okay. And then (laughs) stop. Finish your interruption. Finish your interruption. Well, you know, I'm going to try to... I'm waiting on some tech stuff. Y'all, we told you that we would have our Supercast out for our Patreon by this by today, actually. Um, it's not on our end. I, I'm waiting on some tech from our podcast network to let me know kind of how things would work out. So... I'm waiting to hear back from that. So we're not launching it yet as soon. So hopefully by next week, you will be able to do the Patreon or you'll be able to do Supercast. You'll Again, have two choices. You have two choices. However, if you're if you're one of our thirsty sissies and we poodle on our thirsty too, and you want that $15 tier where you watch us um, in our watch alongs and our version of Pillow Biter Talk, that's only going to be on the Patreon That because just the Supercast platform doesn't allow for that. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's today's letting do down easy. Yeah. That's the today's disappointing you. <laughs> disappointing you with Maddie and Poodle. This with Maddie um, and Poodle. Yo, this is uh, Night of Fiance episode 11, season eight, episode 11, part two, otherwise party. known as Three's a Party. Three's a Party. Three, you know what? Three's just getting started for yeah. me, which is what's above my bedpost <laughs> yeah uh-huh more like six a party yeah six is, yeah. Six is just starting to get good <laughs> i actually had a dream i had a threesome last night i honestly this is just uh, honestly three anything more than three to me is just overkill someone's always really? in the corner jerking off yeah, it's just well, it's too overstimulating for me. Yeah, here's a deal with orgies. I just want to give you some advice. Carl, <laughs> Carl, listen up. You come here and listen to this, Carl. Um, you want to do even numbers. Because if, if you do an odd number, someone's always left out. Right, but and, three is great because it's always everyone's in the menagerie together. Well, yes, that's true. Three is you can do like a triangle of sucking dicks. Mm-hmm. Five doesn't work. Nope. Uh, there's someone left out. Yeah, but with but if you do four or if you do six, also everybody can pair up. That's true, but it's still kind of like six people having sex with partners, and you can switch around, but you can't have yep. that kind of menagerie experience like a threesome can. I'm. This, I you think don't we're want, getting into a weird area. You know why? It's because <laughs> he only wants a threesome because he wants to be the center of attention, and he wants two guys just uh, doting on him. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I just read you. <laughs> I won't be the. I won't be the person. I'm like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> over here, Chad. Over me? here, Chad. Chad. 
Have your dick pointing this way, bitch. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> Why on me when you suck a dick? Why on me when you like to stick? Why on me? I haven't thought about that song in a long time. Again, well, 90s country that we've all forgotten. It's on Maddie's Honkin' Tonkin' Mix <laughs> that you can listen to on Spotify. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm telling you, you will come up with every 90s country song. It's And it's weirdly, I know them all, and I don't know how. You don't know that you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, my, my let's jump into this show. Where, we have announcements. Let's jump in. I don't think so. I don't think we're... We, oh, we no, just did Married at First Sight Australia, you guys, on our Patreon. Oh, yeah. That We've got to jump into that mess. We've, y'all, we've already decided um, we will be I'll recapping again. The show. I think we're going to watch it. I think also we're going to um, uh, we're definitely going to recap the um, the last episode. We who knows if we have the time, we might even do it in two by curious episodes if we're feeling lucky. It is cuckoo bananas. It's pretty it's- good. <laughs> It's it's something I I love, I love the whole concept of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I, if you watch the U.S. one, y'all, you're missing out. Watch the Australian. Oh, one. the U.S. was so boring. The, it's one the, of our yeah. One of our Gatrons said in the comments they they y'all. If you're on the Gatron, just so you know, in pa- the Patreon app, you can leave comments on the show like we do on Facebook or whatever. And they said the U.S. one kind of treats it like a legit science experiment, and the Australian one treats it like just a the fuckery the that fuck it fest. is. Yeah. Yeah. Really well. Speaking All right. of not a fuck fest, let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Mike and Natalie. Um, Natalie. Uh, the premarital bliss we've experienced all season continues. Oh, love <laughs> is in the air. Love, exciting and new. Welcome to Love in Sequem. Squim. <laughs> Sequim. Whatever. <laughs> well, it's spelled like sequel. I'm a phonics kid. It worked for me. Yeah, and that's why you can barely read. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> um uh anyway. So we um we're we're st- we have one month left on the visa, you guys, mm-hmm. and they continue. Mike and Natalie continue to absolutely detest one another and it this episode even proved to me again that not my theory but the other theory that's been around that they're already married this is all made up they're all mike is not good at following a script so he just says gotta fix our problems gotta work on our problems this Mm -hmm. is the most we said this we said this kind of about the season and and part one but i feel like when we talked about we feel like a lot of these episodes are just filler their plot line feels like the most filler. The whole episode, the whole season's filler. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just, it's so, because now they're saying, basically, she thought going to couples therapy would help, um, but she's, but Michael said he doesn't love me. And uh, so she makes an appointment with herself. She makes an appointment with Rachel. Rachel the counselor. <laughs> Rachel the counselor. Um Y'all, who's, I'm going to say something. trying to sound interested, but she's not. <laughs> you know why? Because Rachel is not a counselor, She's y'all. not, yeah. Rachel is a producer because 
a therapist would never ask these knit questions. Now, would a ther- therapist have a tie-dyed hanging in the background of, of their course. therapy room? Of course. Yeah. Would would they wear a cardigan and yeah. and hold it and look concerned at you? Of course. Yeah. I think though the the leading questions that she's asking you guys aren't is signifies there's no professionalism there. It's um, all plot-based questions. Yeah. It's not It is that you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that is not what a therapist does. Often, it is not important for me to know um, all the facets of the story. It's more important to me how you're telling me the story and how you feel about right, telling the feel story, the and what 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 elements of the story make you react the most and make you feel the most intense, whether on a good or negative spectrum. And she, uh, Natalie, you guys remember on the tell all last year. Um, other season where Natalie mentioned that uh, Mike had stayed over at his friend's uh, Sarah's house or Sarah, yeah. as she calls her Sarah. Sarah, you, Sarah, you love Sarah. And over at Sarah's house, I'm going to refer to it as a Sarah from now on at Sarah's sure. house. And he had slept on the couch. And when he woke up, he was half naked and he was stoned. stoned. We did not get that part in the tell all. We did not get that he was half naked in stone. She's like, and then I hear a lady. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm I going to get lady. Sh- I hear a lady. And she says, I'm going to go get in the shower. He wasn't honest. Don't say the truth. So, so Natalie obviously cannot, will not believe that a man cannot be alone with a woman without ravenously devouring her. That is, yes. ha- that is culturally how she is uh, approaching That's that. how they're putting it. However, yeah. how would you feel if you called your significant other and he was half stoned or he was baked and half clothed and, and you hear someone say, hey, dude, bro, I'm just going to get in the shower. How would you feel? Uh, I'd start – I'd jump in the car immediately and drive up there. <laughs> so exactly. Now, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It seems like th- this should have been resolved, and if it wasn't resolved, that she be- she was being quiet about it. I-, I I would I still think this feels fake because he said I promise, and then the woman's already married now. I would, however, I would drop it after knowing that the woman is married. Well, yes, I would too, and they also would. I would drop it, but also you're right. This is why it feels like filler is because they're bringing up things that happened in the past that they already we, we've already through. been through it. Yep. Even Natalie, <clears throat> you're so right. What you've said before, this is a badly produced segment because they're walking. So basically, they're, they're well. We're going to get to that later, but later. But um, Natalie, kind of, there's a point later when they're walking by the water where Natalie almost pulls the rug out from their whole scenario of what this is the basis of their show anyway. But until we get to that point there, uh, the net, the, the, again, Natalie's talking to the therapist and, um, and like the therapist asks things like have Mike and that woman ever dated? She's like, they used to live together. And she's like, well, if they've had a relationship, I understand. And she's now, like, do you believe him? I mean, all these kind of none questions. Of these, are- none of these questions are important in, in any kind of coaching or therapy work. None and of these questions it, are important. And all it does is Natalie comes out of the living room and, 
And she's like, I just don't, un- I don't understand, Mike. I don't understand. And he's like, what do you not understand? And then he's Mike brushing just, the kitty, by the way. He's brushing the kitty. And this is his, ga- this is his gaslighting self where she was like, you lied to me. And he's like, lied about what? Like, that's literally the way he says it. She's like, yeah, about a lot of stuff. And he's like, what stuff? I'm like, you're a dick. Yeah, I think dick. a lot. I think it it is his tone. It's very kind of. And I think he is it's it's dickish. Um but I think he is trying to for him, not defending him, but I think he's trying to defuse the situation, but it comes off even more aloof and it comes I, he off doesn't want the, he doesn't want he doesn't the, want um, the confrontation. Yeah. But it 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 doesn't help with Natalie. No. Um, men take a note because a lot of men don't want to avoid want to avoid confrontation so you act like it's not a big deal right i would like for you to be around poodle and maddie when i act like something's not a big deal what poodle <laughs> does i freak the fuck out you freak um, because you won't you won't fight with me because i, I was brought up with you i was brought up in a confrontational household but not just I know that, that's I mean, shocking for everyone who's shocker. listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, that's, we don't fight, actually. And so, um, but there is this idea, though, but I do have to validate how you're, it takes me a while to get to where you're calm if you don't feel like I'm validating your hurt, pain, opinion, yeah. what, and, and Mike isn't validating her on any level at all. And it's all these mixed signals and you know uh she even said but but again like she first of all too they're having this conversation mike gets up he starts to get frustrated y'all he's got aliens talking in his ear still he's wearing that fucking headpiece out of his phone i don't know why i i think um he he says and he won't take the bait he's like you lied to me you cheated then you lie so she wants to fight she because that's how that's how she expresses herself and mm-hmm. why she's so frustrated is because Mike will ref, Mike will refuses to take the bait. He just walks True. in the other room. And in a way, this is its own way. This is, it's its own punishment um, to do this to her. Well, he and likes he to say, he it. says, we talked about this a year and a half ago. Why are you bringing this up? And she's like, Michael, you betrayed me. How can I trust you? And he's like. That's when he said, you're the most jealous person alive. And he says something that, and she's like, no, I'm not. And he says something we didn't really see. And I wonder, and I actually think there's probably truth to this. He said, when we go in a restaurant, if a waiter or waitress or whatever looks at me and says, hi, you're walking out of the restaurant asking me who they were, questioning me. I'm sure she's jealous. I'm sure. Because she's like, she says, I was never jealous before. It was my past relationship just with you. I, I, I don't bullshit. I don't buy that. I don't buy that, that at all. Bullshit. Um, that's like when I told when I told like my last ex, I'm like, oh, I'm not a jealous person at all. Or oh, I'm a very <laughs> this is my first time. <laughs> uh, it's it's like my first time every time. It isn't it? Uh huh. Isn't it? Uh, I I want to say also though, she says, um, he says you're extremely jealous, and she's like, but you know you should be you're not jealous of me, and I am much more beautiful than you. And it's like these are childish things. It's like, you know what? Your beauty is ugly because you – because inside you're He's so – like, that doesn't make you a great person. Yeah. Um, um, ooh, it's, it's – It is interesting though. 
the way the way they argue he refuses to take any emotional any any emotional fight from her and that makes her crazy and mm-hmm. she'll also never get any real validation from him she doesn't it's interesting yes she doesn't feel like he cares and right. he says to her you're not working on this you're bringing up past shit he says you're ignoring me you don't care about me so actually and this is what happens a lot of times in couples they both feel the same way, but they're expressing right. it completely different, and they don't understand the expression of the other. Right. I agree. Um, so later, he basically says in the living room, he's like, we don't fit together. I think – I don't think you love me. We go together I- like shit. <laughs> rama, lama, lama, lama. Go back to Ukraine. Kadingity, <laughs> <laughs> ding dong Um. And he says, I'm not ready to marry you at all. At Again, all. I just, I don't feel like any of this is sincere, especially after, because you guys, the, these kind of emotions, they go, we, it's like a roller coaster every episode with them. We go up, then they're happy, yeah. then they're up, then, then, then we're up we're, and happy, we're, and we're, we're down. Fucking trees, and then yeah. we're sad on the beat. Like, it's just, and again, it's the past things of, sh- He's holding on to when she gave the ring back, and he's not letting that go. And she's holding on to when she thought he cheated. Right. What the fuck? They both got – and then they talk about – and this is something that I feel like is kind of like is the – Are we at the lakeshore? Yeah. Um, This to me is where they're – By the lakeshore. By the lakeshore. Their their plot line falls apart because basically they're trying – Natalie's trying to get him to talk again. And she wants to go to a counselor one more time. And he's like, maybe you need to go to discuss this because you've got past issues. Well, I was like, fuck you. And it finally comes out to her. She says, I would feel better if I had my other ring. He's like, I don't want to get married to you right now. She's like, so I'm not engaged. And he's like, nope, I'd be a lie. And then that's where Natalie finally says, we've all been saying, if you don't want to get married to me, why the fuck did you bring me here? Why did you tell me to move my life if you're not getting ready for marriage? And she says, I was, I, I clapped. She said, you're manipulating me with this visa. You're manipulating me with this ring. And it is, you're manipulating me with with cake, with cake. I won't be (laughs) manipulated by cake, Michael. And you're manipulating me with the promise of marriage and it's not okay. And I said, yes, that is the most true thing Natalie has said. I I totally agree. And it's all valid. Everything she's saying is completely valid. Yes, and me just thinking about manipulating me with cake reminds me of how good the scenes with uh, Angela and Michael were, and how this season we have yet to be have we have have one 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 storyline that has some type of lightheartedness in it. <laughs> it's true. It's just. True. Ugh. It's true. Anyway, I still stand by. I think all this is fake. We've heard almost all rumors have been saying they're already married. Uh, but and, and I, I feel think, I feel like a toy in your hands. I'm totally alone. It's so dramatic. It is true. And she says, you want me to cook and clean? And he's like, no, I don't expect you to do that. And I said, "Um, you kind of did say that there were you, chores to do in the house. Yeah. Again, like you, I, I can't really feel one way or the other. I think all of this is fabricated. All of this is fabricated. That's why it doesn't sway me. After I kind of thought, because I I couldn't figure out who 
who to agree with. And I'm like, I don't agree with either of them because I, I don't, I don't really believe it. And then when I came to the conclusion, I'm like, this is all made up. Then I could well, see how it was. I think probably what maybe somebody you don't agree with y'all. I'm so sorry, but I don't know if you noticed that on the lake shore, there were some boats. Um, you could rent those boats. It's called, uh, uh, salmon eds, or they call it some eds, uh, boat rental. <laughs> what? It's owned by Didi Rivette, everybody, and um, I'm so sorry, but Didi is here to talk about Sam and Ed's boat rentals. Um, I'm wondering on the- why she's been sitting in my living room. Before yeah, she's head. just waiting. She's just waiting. You guys, she purchased ad time. Um, just a couple of minutes. Sitting here drinking my Molson. Okay, Didi, you're I- Didi, you're up. You've got two minutes. I don't usually Yo. drink alcohol. Usually, sit with my uh, a good a good um, odules. I love a good yeah. odules. Yeah, there's no but, alcohol in that. Uh, uh, this uh, this homosexual had his, had a beer in his fridge. I just I kind of say, is it just the cosmopolitan? Is that all you got? Yeah, well, you know they, they, you, they you you don't really drink real drinks. Uh, you must be a big Sex in the City, city fan. Uh, not familiar. <laughs> Uh, sec. You know, I tell you what, sec. I tell you what, sex in the city is. That's D. Rivette in Squim when it, when it was about 1981. That was some sex in the city. Didi, you've been drinking. I can tell, haven't you? Me. I, you know, I I had half a Molson. I told you. Okay, Didi. Um, half a Molson. Tell everybody, buddy, how long have you owned Salmon Ed's boat rentals? You know, it's a good. That's a really good question. We started, I started out, you know, I came to, I came to Squim, I'm doing, doing my best as a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And I came to Squim, I, I started over the fence, of course, you know. Did uh, you come from the Midwest? Is that where you get, some people have asked about you know, your it's, accent. It's in the middle of Canada. Uh, it's a beautiful place right on the, uh, right on the Canadian border of North Dakota. And okay. um, uh, so you I've, don't sound like people from North Dakota. You know, um, I, I moved around a lot, oh, moved okay. around a lot. I was, okay. I was adopted into a native tribe. All right. And so Just we talk- were all, uh, you know, I could tell you a lot of stories from back then. You want to hear some of those? Nope, nope I don't. I want you to talk okay. about uh, boats, no, Didi. Uh, so I, I knew Sam and Ed, and there were brothers, oh, Sam okay. and Ed Martinson. Okay. And so they had their own boat company, you know. Uh, and it turned out, turned out I was wrong. Sam and Ed were, you know, they were a fucking gay couple over here. So I'm sorry, I don't usually say the F word. Sorry, Jesus wow. Christ, Lord and Savior. I don't usually say it, but I had a half a Molson. Don't okay. Usually drink. Sorry <laughs> don't about let, that. <laughs> let your mouth fly a little bit. Yeah, so, sometimes Dee gets a little in her cups. She's ready to talk. Okay. I want to I talk about, so Sam and Ed, you know, um, I, 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 I went over there and I said, you know, um, I know you got your boat, your boat shop and your boat store. And, um, I really like to, uh, with my money, I've just made it over the fence. Um, I really like to buy your boat shop. And, um, they said, no, this has been in our family for a long time. She's like, and, and I said, wait a minute, you're, uh, you're, you are, you're really brothers. And they're like, yes, we are brothers. But we're also a gay couple. And I'm like, you know, Diddy's like, you know, do do your own thing. You'll do your okay. own thing. And but right. here's Didi. the thing. I just needed- they, they wouldn't sell me the shop. So I said, 
you know what? I'm going to set up my own boat shop right across the ocean from you, right there across the inlet. And I'll put oh. you motherfuckers out of business. Oh, that mo- So I called it Dee Dee's Boat and Go. Boat and Go. Dee Dee's okay. Boat and Go. That, and you know, I that... put them out of business, and so I own Sam and Ed now. Oh, because, wow. you know. What happened to Dee Dee's Boat and Go? What? Not familiar. Yeah, that... <laughs> All right, Didi. Olson's really taking effect. Didi, just tell us the special of what you have for the boat, the ad that you paid for. You've got 15 seconds. Yeah, it's Sam and Ed's. We got paddle boats. We got paddle boats. We got two-for-one paddle boats Saturday between 12 and 2 only. Okay. You know, I got to go. I got to go. My my Uber's somewhere in Thai town. Lord knows where that is. Okay. All right. Didi Rivette, thank you so much. We'll hopefully not see you later. Also with me. Can I no. drink? Sure, take it with you. All right, just leave. Oh, my. I don't <sighs> know what that was. Hey, we'll take any sponsor. It's, you know, got to do I'm what we got to do. She just sat in my living room drinking that half of a beer. Wow. <laughs> I'm more shocked you have Molson. <laughs> Me too. I don't Y'all know how that got in your fridge. <laughs> Some straight guy brought it over who was fucking me one time. No, it's but then it's pretty old. Can we talk about Tarzel, please? <laughs> um, Tarzel, like my nothing happened, Tarzel. Tarzel, but yeah. Oh, oh, actually, you know, if before I we do that, Tarzel, my Tarzel, we, we a, tease you. Take a little break. Take a little commercial break. We'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. That Tarzel and Beckham Jet. <laughs> Y'all had to get out of my head. It was Why in my head not... too. What's that instrument? That uh, Dobro? That's a steel guitar. Oh, that's a good. Or maybe song. mandol, maybe amplified mandolin or something. Maybe, or maybe Nine? just like strums. 12-string guitar. What, what year do you think that is? That is probably 92. Oh, no. That is old, Judd. That is 1984. <gasps> Why do I know that so well? Because they played it all the time. Because people were... Y- y'all, the Judds were huge in the 90s. I no remember Desiree Tanner and Kelly Neal <laughs> at the uh, choir concert. They practiced Love Can Build a Bridge. <laughs> Every day for a month before that concert, because I think our choir teacher was just beat down and tired. So this is, and they were always flat. Love can build a bridge, and even between your heart and mine. Don't you think it's time? Oh, don't you think it's stop? I don't want to hear about Desiree Tanner. Can we talk about Tarzel? My little Tarzel. We should sing Love Can Build a Bridge. We would do it well. No. Unless it's camp, I don't want to do it. And then I want to choose a better song. There's no, there's no, there's no. Although that's about like being friends with people, and that's not us. (laughs) That's not us. That's long gone. Uh, we this should is look just at a some shell of, of a relationship. <laughs> but I do feel like there's a Winona in me where I'm just singing about love, and then you come up as backup and sing as my mother. <gasps> First of all, I would never sing backup <laughs> to you ever. How dare you? This is a solo act. <laughs> at least I would be sisters with you. I would do double billing. I would never ever sing backup for you. I sang backup. You know what I did? I sang backup for you at your at your uh your the most birthday, your birthday I paid, thing. I paid you a lot for that. That's right. You paid me. I did. <laughs> you know what? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Did I organize everything? No, it was a ball. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, it was great. When I want to do it again, my rates are going to go up. <laughs> I'll get someone else. <laughs> you know what? Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Who would do it as good as I did? Good luck. Y'all see, when it, you're trapped. If you go, that, that's what it's like being in a relationship with Poodle. He breaks up and he says, good luck. Good luck <laughs> finding that ass and I'll do what I did. That's the truth. Um, anyway, let's talk about Tarzel, as you said. Tarzel. Will I ever get my little Tarzel to marry? Will I? Chances are looking I? slim. Will I? <laughs> Will I? The hump does pro- prohibit a lot of uh, of the eligible men of the village 
but you know what? She's a sweet girl. She can dance. She's she can play the violin. She can. She can do a lot of things. You know, she cooks like a dream. Like a dream. You will all be lucky to have Tarzel. <laughs> He's not a bitch like Hava. <laughs> I need to see this show. I need to watch she's this. Movie. She's not over her skis she's like not over her uh, skis. uh Seidel. She's 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 not naive like Huddle. Oh she's, Huddle. she's the best of all of them, really. You I'm just Huddle. need to look past the hump. Um Tarzel. You know, look past the hump. That's a good a good strategy in life. That's a look good pa- strategy look, in if life. If you see if you're if you your significant other has one little thing you don't like about, look past it. Because you would? <laughs> Didn't say that. I said it was a good strategy <laughs> for life. Okay, there we go. But so let's talk about Tariq and <laughs> Hazel. Past that hump. <laughs> Y'all, they are stuck in the house with drinking some- wine. Drinking wine with some Matt Sharp iPhones, recording their own shit. I I wrote down um, now that the now that my child has only a fever and doesn't have COVID, let's get a girlfriend so we can get in the menagerie. <laughs> That's true. By the way, you just said COVID. Oh, I thought I think maybe I glitched. No, you no. Oh, I said COVID instead of Corona. Sam, Sam, could you get that playback, <laughs> Sammy? No, I. Whenever, whenever I, whenever you say that, I, I most of the time I'll say yes. I probably. I kind of like that COVID. COVID. My dad still calls it. Hey, did you hear that uh, Jimmy? Uh, that Jimmy Spring had the COVID. <laughs> and my father still says COVA. <laughs> Friend, you got the COVA. Why do they get the? Y'all, I, don't know. I need a scientist. Do we have a scientist, sissy, who can explain why they hear something wrong, they hear and something different, and that you you correct them and correct them and correct, and they don't get it right? Well, my father has like your father severe dyslexia, um, so oh, maybe so maybe, maybe that's wow. something. Uh, but yeah, my and I'm like, why does Dad say coach? She's like, I don't know. God, God I don't know what what where he, he gets this stuff wrong. I don't know. <laughs> And Glad she, she says empathy. that it's with such enmity and bitterness. And I'm like, what? Do you just hate it? She's like, God, I just can't spend another day with him. <laughs> I kind of want to handle you, it. I kind of want you to be in it. Well, I do not kind of. I do. Would li- I would like for you to be in a relationship for many reasons. But one of them would be to see. And I mean this actually not in a negative bitchy way. I mean this. because I'm sure a, I'm going to take it this way. No, but as a therapist brain, it's fascinating to me. The work. Because I've had to do it myself. The work Poodle will have to do to not be a mo- his mother in his oh. relationship is going to be it, – it would become your life's work. I've to had to do be it before. That. I've had to do it before. It is hard, y'all, not to be our parents, to be one of our parents in the relationships we saw growing up. That is hard work. One thing Ooh. I will tell you, just some parenting advice from a childless gay man. <laughs> we, should, Great. we should make that a segment. <laughs> we, sh- we should. <laughs> and, should. And then we'll give the advice. And then at the beginning of next H we show, Jackie will tell us what we said wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't, don't subject your kids to you and your spouse fighting and your disagreements let let you can you can obviously you're gonna have them um, like lamar and andre yeah and and andre, but don't I mean. involve and don't involve your kids about getting who's gonna be on whose side yeah. um because i was brought up and i thought that was completely normal um no. so if you're doing that 
talk about that stuff in another room because your kids, yeah, you're going to, you're going to fight in front of your kids occasionally, but I was literally brought into every one of my parents' fights and they, they would fight. I can, I can remember so vividly every time we go out dinner, every time my father would pick a fight with my mother and on the way home, they would fight. And they would say like, Jake, what do you think? no. They would say my, my father would they would normally do that and she's like, See, boys, didn't he say that? <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah. And then we say, just stop fighting. Like what you would like a normal kid say. Boy, it just got sad, didn't it? Didn't it? It, got <laughs> it was it was very it was very I, just, I understand you way more now. Wow. Well, that's all I need. Now, how, how about a little? How about a little validation? <laughs> Let's talk about Tarzel, y'all. Did you hear that, listeners? Did you hear how I need to be validated? <laughs> right. Let's talk. So, y'all, they're planning their wedding, and they're gonna Skype. No, with are they? Are not their wedding? Well, they're starting to plan their wedding. I guess that's what I wrote down. Uh, I just thought they're trying to get a girlfriend more than they're planning their wedding. I guess. I guess they don't have a lot. Well, I guess he said everything's escalated. Oh, okay. They don't have a lot of time. And so they're Skyping with his friend, Angela. Angela. I'm not sure exactly why. Um, I don't, I, because they need someone to to fucking talk to. Yeah. And, and Hazel says, I am happy, but I want to have have more happy. happy. Okay. She didn't say it like that. But she I, meant but it I, like I, that. But no, that's what her. That's what the 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 feeling behind it was. I'm happy because but I want to have more happy. Happy <laughs> with my girlfriend and my boyfriend fucking me <laughs> in the gooch because I'm happy. I forgot a girlfriend and boyfriend. And we what gonna... I really want is a girlfriend. Don't really care about the boyfriend. <laughs> Don't need a boyfriend if he wants to watch. He can hold the camera. Y'all let this this segment of this episode really showed us that she has dreamed her whole life of having a girlfriend. That yeah, and, and <clears throat> that's what she's most she. I'm sure she loves Tariq, but man, she can't wait to bang a girl. And and it's and it's nice to see. I mean, I, obviously it's happened before. She's had some relationship. They had a relationship before, but that didn't work out because that was more of Tariq's taste for her. Um. So I feel like mm. and, and we we've already said he is. They are at two very different uh, reasons to go into this. Yes, one another. Two very very different. Very different. She is in it for. Pause it. Pause it. You're really when you just said that. Where was I? Where was I? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. We had a little technical glitch. We're back. Ignore that. Ignore that. So, yes. They're they're at two different places. They're at two different places. Uh, She wants a girlfriend for because she says she's bisexual. So she wants a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking she's tolerating him so she can be with the girlfriend. I'm not speculating on what she calls herself. A lot of people have that consensus. It has nothing to do with sexuality. It just has, they feel like she's just tolerating him. What Um, she wants. And they tell Angela this and Hazel's like giggling about it. And Angela's like, Hazel says, I want to have a girlfriend. And Angela's like, you mean like someone to hang out with? Like girlfriend. Girlfriend. No. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) No, um, 
like Indigo Girls, like <laughs> High Art, like like, like Go like, Fish the movie, <laughs> like Glow. Yeah, like um, uh, girls just want to have fun. Not that movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that movie with Winona Ryder and they all go on like a car ride and it's like a, and it has, it's very much a lot of lesbian undertones. What is Foxfire? That's with Angelina Jolie. No, it's the one where they're like. Girl Interrupted. No, it's the one where they're driving like in a girl's road trip. Is it Winona Ryder? No, this is so misguided. (laughs) No. Is that riding in cars with boys? Yeah, maybe that one. (laughs) That's Drew Barrymore. Um... Please look this up. It's running. It's Drew Barrymore. I know. Um, I know it like takes place in Santa Fe or something like that. The fact that that's your lesbian movie. What? No. Just tells you what kind of. I I talked about high art or um, what's the other. What's the very famous. Desert Hearts. Very famous lesbian movie. Um, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the movie (laughs) with Brittany Murphy. And I don't know what it is. Brittany Murphy. Yeah, she's in that movie. Y'all, Riding in Cars with Boys. Help R. us. R.I.P. Help us. Yeah. 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 I don't. No, that's not it. It's in Rosie O'Donnell's in it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Someone is screaming, we have to move on. <laughs> we have to move on. You know what? What are lesbian be, movies that you know? I don't know. You know, it will be nice when we have live shows and someone can just scream out and be like, Firefox, you asshole! And yeah, like, oh, Foxfire. That's Fox what I fire, said. Not Firefox. Sammy, That's a roll browser. the tape. Roll the tape, Sammy. <laughs> you know, I hate to tell you, I'm going to be right nine out of ten times. You need to, you need to be okay with that. Yeah. So anyway, Angela's like, so you, she's like, we know we want to have like a, a, a threesome. And Angela's like, are you crazy? And, and not shouldn't because of that. Some, yeah. She says, shouldn't you spend some time together getting to know one another she before said, you yes. open up your marriage? And th- this is. That's this a good, is, good call, y'all. This is a good call because I, I will say you're, you're every time you try something like polyamory, if you, if you, if you have a solid core group, if you try, try something like polyamory and where you decide it's best for you, um, it it seems to be the the normal route is a couple invites a couple in uh, yes. a, a party in that's already a couple and i i'm sure there have been three people who just get together but know that there's nothing holding three groups a a, th- a triad together and it takes a lot of rule making and guideline making yes. to make relationships like that work and i know people who make it work um and I but worry about that because I don't think there's been a lot of rules and they don't do any of that. Yeah. And I think he, and she's so adamant. And then, and, and Angela says, you know, don't let him push you into anything. And Tariq's like, no, no, let me be clear. I, she wants it. And Hazel did say, no, I, I want a girlfriend. And, and Angela's finally like, well, no, no judgment, but but she does say, what if Hazel gets jealous? And that's what happened last time. Yes. Um, that yes. she got jealous of Minty. Minty. And, me. Me. Uh, Minty and, um, and Tariq. And it was basically because Hazel did not like that she, that, that he chose her to be no. the girlfriend. So it's almost like she wants to choose the girlfriend, 
not really together because she wants a brown girl mm-hmm. and it's going to be on her terms. So it's really interesting. I don't feel like there's a lot of equity here. No, um, there's not. And there's just, y'all, this is just going to end. I know. It's going to end in tears for everyone. It's going to end really, <laughs> really, really bad because it's just. And they're, they're talking to Minty next week, looks like. And Tariq just doesn't have like the emotional intelligence to handle this at all. At mm-hmm. all. I agree. It's not going to be good. I agree. It's not going to be good. Tarzel, Tarzel, what are we going to do with you? Hopefully we can find one of the simple boys in the village. (laughs) You know, um, the the kind of the piece de resistance of this is when Tariq says, you made a lot of good points, (laughs) but that ain't going to stop us. Oh, I mean, yeah, um, that ain't gonna, you make a point. Um, someone else who won't be stopped is Rebecca of Rebecca and Zed. So much, so much, so much, so much Um, beautiful, so much, so much. So much grandfather. So much grandfather. So anyway, y'all, if you remember last the last episode, we were treated to the girl at the end of the table making eyes at Zied, trying offering to help oh. him move, and Rebecca almost bit her head off. <laughs> Hannah almost became Han no. I know. No. Almost lost an eye. Almost lost and boys on the side. That's, That's the movie. It. That's with, the movie. With Drew Barrymore. Is she in that movie too? Drew Barrymore's in Boys on the Side. She is? Yes. Really? Look it up. Really? We need someone to look she up stuff. She is. First. And Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> Mary Louise and it's Parker. not Rosie O'Donnell. I was thinking of The View. It's Whoopi Goldberg. That makes sense. I loved that movie, Boys that, on the Side. We had, we had to do about four degree shifts there. Well, to you find... said I, and then it made me think of side, and it rhymed, and Boys <laughs> on the Side. <laughs> it's so frustrating doing this with you sometimes. It's so frustrating. Oh, I want That would be a great movie to watch for our a watching chat. Uh, you know, you can't say this without knowing if it's w- widely available stream streaming. Oh, so okay. Back to maybe Rebecca before you before you make suggestions on air. <sighs> maybe talk with me before. Sure. sure. Um. So Rebecca and Zied, uh, she's our Rebecca's just Rebecca's chewing on her lip. She's annoyed as car fuck. ride. Oh yeah, she hasn't gotten Hannah's little little helpful flirty face with uh, Zied out of her head. All she can see is like a a ring of flames around Hannah's face because she sees. And you guys, Rebecca, um, we love her. She's insecure as fuck. She's insecure as fuck. It's one of the reasons why I kind of love. Her, but you just you read it on her face, and so. She said to Zia, she's like, I was frustrated that I was the oldest one at the table and she was flirting with you and you didn't understand that. You kept talking to her. And then she said something that kind of grossed me out because she said, if a woman in America offers to help you do anything, you say no. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like cutting him off from. And she also, I think, she insults his intelligence a lot, and she or she she equivocates that with language. That she's like, he didn't know. He'll say things like, she'll say things like, he wasn't aware that she was doing that. And I think, I think she's trying to say that no, don't uh, say no to everything, women, because women are trying to trap you. And it and, does make like women are trying to trap you and maybe he doesn't understand it. Or maybe I kind of thought Zed was kind of honestly like playing dumb. Like he knew what was happening. And then Rebecca called him out on it. He was like, Oh no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, I think he was trying to be polite. Yeah. Um, no, I don't yeah. think he was wanting to be hit on her, but I do think he was just, maybe he didn't know everything going on, but I, that's true. I think sometimes she does. I mean, but look, y'all, she's, he's like two years younger than, older than her son, and she sometimes treats him a lot like a mom. Yeah, she really does. Um, so they're going, speaking of her son, they're going to see the son, Brandon. I'm never looking for another woman. I just need you to trust me. Um, and y'all, she's on edge the whole <laughs> time. Zied's driving, and this was brought up that, because someone like, um, uh, that people were saying, should, should these people be driving because they don't have i guess it's not a not a not a big deal uh, maybe he has his driving driver's license what do you have to do to get a driver's license how long do you have to be here we're suck not the a, podcast to ask <laughs> suck a cop's dick i don't know I think, someone at the dmv I, I think it's i think it's probably dmv involved take him in the break room and give him a break <laughs> um i don't know i'm not sure some but someone brought that up Zied drives and Jovi never drives because <laughs> exactly. she's bombed all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jovi never drives. So give him, give him a Twix that says left and then say, I got the right one in my pocket. What does that mean? Twix. They say left and one says right. I've had too many Twix. I don't understand what you're saying. It's the right and- one's in your pocket, meaning it's your dick for the oh. DMV people to get, my, to get your license. No, it oh, it work. just wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> Can we move on? I'm trying. <laughs> no, you're not. Sam, speed up the tape. Right? All right. Exactly. So, so they're in the car, and she's saying, like, you know, he's close to your age, and that. And so they, he's only two years um, older than Zied. Or he's only two. Wait, Brandon is two years older than Zied, though, right? Or I younger? don't. I couldn't remember. I think he's two years older than Zied. Yeah. And so they meet uh, Brandon and Kristen. And they're super cute and they live out in the house in the country. And Brandon is one of the nicest family members to ever oh, meet, I know to ever meet another person. Like the difference, this, this actually, thank you TLC. Cause this actually shocked me and kind of surprised me. Cause I was expected the, well, what are your intentions with my mama? Yeah. Kind of a conversation. Like Danielle's son. Yes. Hi, what do you want to do with my mom? Are you going to take advantage of her? I think you're going to take that. You're going to take, take my her. mother's money. Okay. What money? What money? We've got to talk about a little bit. Y'all, Pillow Talk that's on Discovery Plus. I saw a screenshot. Mohammed, I think he's oh. like in a pop up tent doing this. Oh, I don't I understand. He looks much better. Uh. He looks like no, a Disney villain. Good. He's got long hair and like this little goatee. God, you've had sex with <laughs> really just 
poor tasting man somehow. some greasy hair i will say he's that he's got like a small kind of greasier hair anyway we should also say that y'all we've heard we've heard 90 day single life is good we are going to talk about it we don't know how yet we will be doing we'll it we're trying to figure it out some kind of discovery plus roundup or something something we're something just trying like to figure we're out we're trying to figure out if it's going to be on our Free feed is going to be our Patreon. We're we're talking Dumb. with our reps about that and how we're going to do it because um we want to get we're them also involved. too. We just don't know. We're trying to figure out what time, what, what when t- we're how we're going to do it for how just when we're going to fucking do it. Yeah. But anyway, so we don't. We're not going to abandon you on that. We're not abandoning you. Yeah, the night of is we're in for the whole long haul. Unfortunately, oh yeah. Even this shit scene, this this shit stain of a season. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to say something that may be controversial. Come at me if you were kind of into Rebecca's son. I no, think he's cute. No, 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 cute. no. He had a no. really handsome face. Uh, I don't know. He looked, I think he could He get looked it. like he was dressed to go to Walmart. You know what? Maybe I've been in Oklahoma too long. I think and he I just was looks say. like the guys that I saw in Walmart this morning when I went there to get chocolate milk for my dad. Because cho- Walmart only sells the chocolate milk he likes. The fact that your father still drinks chocolate milk. Every day. <laughs> every adult? day. Oh, yes. Every day. Do you know how much sugar that has in it? Matthew, it's got to be Highland. The Borden, it's too sweet. <laughs> and, in <laughs> fact, whenever they, Matthew, don't buy the gallon, they, there's a twang to it. I think you got to buy it in the quartz. <laughs> so, literally, the same brand of chocolate milk I have to buy in quartz and go, like, every other day because he drinks through the chocolate milk that quickly because a gallon tastes twangy. Riveting. Could you could you buy regular milk and put chocolate syrup in it? Because that'd be much not more the, healthy. Not the same. It's not the same. The ch- chocolate ratio ain't got the kick. <laughs> but your father has cancer, allegedly. Allegedly. I still haven't seen a report. Hey, he also has diabetes, but that's not stopping him. <laughs> what? You know? The fact that his doctor doesn't say you need to limit your sugar intake. They have. He just doesn't care? No. Oh, Matt. I'm 70. Why am I going to stop doing that now? I grew up poor. I couldn't eat whatever I wanted. It's like what? It's like that line. It's like when your mother says, you could have no arms and no legs. He's like, well, I grew up not eating for days on end. And I'm like, what do you say to that? Maybe I want you around longer. So do this. As my mother would say, do this for me. Just do this one thing for me. I'll never go to bed hungry again, son. That's 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 his Scarlett O'Hara that moment. Is it, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. Instead of, instead of being on a hill shaking her fist, he's on a hill shaking a chili can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and eating it. <laughs> he loves chili. He'll eat pinto beans from the can. Wow. We need to move on because this okay. is making me sad. Um, <laughs> that's my new thing to say. We need to move on because this is making me sad. Um, Rebecca's got five grandchildren, y'all. And I don't think Tiffany has any kids, right? I, we don't but, know. I don't think so now. But but she I, has like three or four kids. I think she has three, right? Rebecca? We, we know she has Tiffany and we know now she has Brandon. I don't know and if Brandon she has Brandon has an older son and a younger son. So she's got to have another sibling that has three kids. I guess so. Uh, I just didn't know. We, we saw all the kids here. That's what I was going to say. So Ziet is, 
I'm happy to be grandfather. <laughs> he really. <laughs> and Ziad is having a really. <laughs> he lasts for so long. It was he weird. Does. Ziad is having a really good time playing with uh, Rebecca's grandchildren. He's good with them. It's very sweet. And again, <clears throat> Ziad is a good person. And then. Um, and then William comes out. William meets Ziad. They're throwing the football. They're hitting the bat. They're doing stuff Jake and I never could do as kids. Nope. Nope. Because people be like, made hey, fun Matthew, of us. Hey, Matthew, you want to throw this ball? Okay. Oh, wait. Don't I'm do sorry. It. My, my, my wrist is too limp. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Mama, can you come hold the ball for me, Mama? <laughs> I'm going to skip away now. <laughs> oh, then, I was so good at skipping. I was so I, good. I love. I need to skip more. We should God, skip. More. I, I love, love skipping. Skip. Wow. Come on, if you love to skip. Wow, that and was. Then, and then I was skipping down Pickens Boulevard. <laughs> I wasn't coordinated enough to skip for a while, so I learned to gallop, which is just <laughs> one foot. <laughs> I just revealed something that I wasn't ready to reveal. <laughs> How many of you've galloped? You're, it was your brother, like my brother. I would just literally, we'd be like going to our favorite. I remember our favorite Mexican God, restaurant, Raquel's. And we'd get out of the car and I just would skip to the front door and my brother would go, Baba. No. And my brother would be so more. Did you have more? Did you ever mortify your brother with your gayness? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. What okay. are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> That y'all, Jay, what are you all doing? the time, my brother was embarrassed by my gayness. All the time. I can remember very <laughs> few things in life that gave me as much joy as skipping. I don't know what wow. that says about me. I need to go out and skip right now down the road in my mask. Good. Do it. <laughs> Do it. We I invite everybody. In your next walk, go skip a little bit. Go skip. skip Put it on our bit. Instagram and tag us. A little video of you skipping and listening. Um, so um, Brandon is like, this skip is where challenge. Brandon is like the hero. Brandon's like, you know, he, se- he seems a little awkward, but that's expected because this is a weird situation because he just moved here from his home country. Who so would have ever thought? I was just like, Rebecca, you raised a good... Mm-hmm. Son, good on you, Rebecca. Well, they might have. I wouldn't mind sleeping with him. The producers probably tried to say, "Can you be a little more?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm really not into that." I bet you he, yeah. he does seem like that guy. I was like, "Yeah, no, that's not me." And yeah. he was like, "Big smiles," and he seems like a good guy with a big heart. And I went, "Thank you." Can we I just? Know. Oh, it was um, great. Um, now and then, okay, we did have a little bit of drama because Ziad is playing ball with William, and William is like running on the other side, of, and he looks at Ziad and he's like, "You have to run, Ziad," and that was shady <laughs> as fuck. You have to run. He didn't say it gay like we're saying. It, although I hope Rebecca has a gay grandkid. She deserves grandkid. that. She deserves that. Um, Rebecca, if you have a special, if you have a gay son grandkid, he will do your makeup when you're sixty. He'll draw true. on that lip for you and everything. So uh, she's basically said, she he, she asked him, if, are you okay with being Papa Ziad? And he's like, yeah. And then, of course, she's worried about things because it's Rebecca. She needs to chew on she's the like, side of her mouth. They're at the coffee shop uh, run by Uncle Jesse from uh, yeah, <laughs> the Dukes from of Fuller. Hazzard. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Not Fuller House, the Dukes of Hazzard. 
Oh, Uncle that Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Oh my God, that it was Uncle Jesse from the. Yeah. I love your delayed reaction. That's a way different Uncle Jesse. Yeah, no shit. Uncle Jesse from Full House. Ooh, oh, that's a different. That's that's that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a different type of service. Bang. Ooh, ooh. So she's sitting there having coffee with him, and she's like, "I really love how natural you are around kids, but mm-hmm. um." I'm 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 worried, Zied. I think I'm worried you're going to want children. And this is the whole thing about creating problems when you haven't come to them yet. That Rebecca does. Rebecca does it all the time. We had Stephanie do that with Ryan. Yeah. Um, but Rebecca, Rebecca, we're not talking about what happened this week. That was the problem with Stephanie. Right. We're talking about. You know, yeah, her no, thinking Ryan is cheating and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Or you will cheat later because of my yeah. psychic. And she's saying, <laughs> and she says, you know, you feel that now, but what are you going to be like uh, five or six years down the road? You're 26. And it's like talking about this. Does she expect him to say, you are right. I You're want right. children. I want Goodbye. children. Goodbye. No, it's because we've said this before. Rebecca never lives in the present. Right. She's always worried about the future and her past biting her future in the ass. That's it's it. Like she worries about that all the time. In a way, she's trying to give him an out yeah rebecca um, needs a fucking meditation app she also god love her she needs a very good therapist to build up her her because she's a beautiful smart intelligent woman yeah. and i think it's hard for her to trust that and i just want to just hug her sometimes and say be yeah, you she's one trust of you trust you remember that when way, she Remember when she stood up and Angela and everyone's oh. like, oh, my God, they're oh both big. God. They're both tall. And she's, she was a badass. Oh, it was great. Uh, so the thing what I would say, and she says, you know, um, you're young now. You don't know how you're going to feel. And then she basically, then at the end, this was a little weird. She's like, because I'm not going to let you divorce me. Ever. <sighs> Y'all, and this is when you see, oh, this is also control issue related. Because a little she bit. not control him talking to that girl. They're going to yeah. have more and more of these problems. Just trust him, Rebecca. Just trust. He says, uh, we know not this for me. Now, I don't think we want this. I don't want to think about this. Right. And honestly. And she believes he's 100% honest about not having children. And honestly. You know, it'll it it would be costly, but they could always do surrogacy later on. They could, uh, yeah, because she can't physically have forty eight, and and also she she I think she had she a partial had a, hysterectomy. Yeah, she said so. She's completely incapable out of the opposite. Uh, um, so, and they, I hate that this thing. She does say a little bit. Man, it kills me when women. I can't even imagine. She says, "I feel bad. I feel like so many women." You guys, if you feel like that, reach it because I don't know that experience. Please reach out to your other girlfriends or find other uh, women in your life that have gone through that experience because it it doesn't – I don't think it makes you less of a woman. It doesn't make you less of a mother. It, if you already are a mother, it just doesn't. But a lot of women really get caught up on this idea that if I can't have children, there's something wrong with me. Right. Yeah, agree. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And so. you can and you can choose not to have children. Yeah. Y'all, there are plenty of kids. There are plenty of people having kids, I promise. <laughs> we don't need any more carbon footprints. <laughs> it's fine, y'all. 
get there a dog. babies having babies. Yeah, there, get a rescue we're, dog. We're fine. Uh, we're fine. If, if you have that voice inside you that says, you know, I want kids, great. If you don't want kids, great. If you, you want to, your, your um, life can be just as full. If you're an older gay man and you want Poodle to call you daddy and give him a salary, great. Better great. have a good bank account. <laughs> a good bank account. I'm going to need to see some zeros. Zeros. <laughs> Six, preferably, Zero. at least. On that 1099. Um, <laughs> feeling I'm gonna, fine. I'm going to need your pen, please. I'm going to need your pen. Your pen <laughs> Can I get your card, please? Oh, there is a stripe in your ass. <laughs> Literally, it just it just pops out. Just swipe before you enter, please. Swipe, please. Denied, oh, denied, approved. Uh, approved. Oh, is that is that a chip? Yeah, just tap your card on my ass. It'll it'll go through. Just tap it. <laughs> approved. Oh, okay. It's you your pin. Your I don't know your pin. That's your dick. <laughs> wow. Now that's no a more gate. spotting. You got to put the chip in now. <laughs> That's a gay TM for you. Yes. Look at you. <laughs> y'all, that's the show. Disgusting. It is disgusting. Thank you for listening to us today, y'all. We appreciate you so much. We we I just saw today some of our sissies in the Facebook group just got clean water in Austin, Texas. Oh, I'm glad. So, but still I'm glad we are fucking week and a half. Y'all, so if you're still going through it, we are still with you. And for the other We're sissies out love. there, send that love to a lot of those sissies in Texas. Project it to Texas. They are, yes, they are still going fucking through it. But keep going, queens. You've got this. We want to remind people you can go to realitygazepodcast.com and they can find out all of our other shows there. Poodle. Uh, where else they can find us on Cameo? We like a good Cameo. Y'all, I will say, starting next week, we will be together for a time. So we if will. You well, do I've want come a back. Cameo with us together? You can request it on either of ours and specify, and we'll we'll tell you how to do that. Um, um but not right now because I'm not going to be there. Right, you'll, um, you'll need to be on March first. Um, and yes. later. We, uh, I just want to say we're going to, again, what makes Poodle happier than anything, y'all? Um, finally receiving validation from my parents. Besides that, I don't, I've, I've learned not to look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Hold your breath for that one. Until then, y'all send us a review. We have a review. And y'all, with the, with the name change of Reality Gaze, uh, we're not easily as found sometimes, and we've sometimes yeah. seen our numbers drop as far as listens go. Even though it's on the same feed, because when people are searching for us, we don't get the same. If so, you've been a big fan for a while and you've never left a review, man, that would really we would appreciate that, and that would right really now. help us out, right? Yeah. And speaking of your mom, someone even put a review. They said, "They said Poodle reminds me of my mom." Five stars. <laughs> Shut up! For real, it's eerie. Thanks for the laugh, Maddie and Poods. Oh, I like that. I kind of want to call you Poods. And then somebody, XX Jane, wrote, keep going, cumpsters. (laughs) Five stars. So I really appreciated that. Cumpsters? Cumpsters. I need it. Someone wrote uh, at a review that said, hey, Siri, remind me to leave a review for the gays. And that was their actual review. So y'all, be creative. We appreciate it. Um, very much. Um, okay, everybody. You, um, y'all know the drill. You know where to find us: Twitter, Instagram. You know all that shit. Poodle. We call these people lonely, lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely, lonely, lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? 
Yes. And if you... Um... <laughs> wow. I mean, I could not have given you, <laughs> you more did, time. You set me up really well. Wow. I mean... You, I, I know. If you want... If you are happy, but you want more happy, call, call us. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 